voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky, swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, calendar and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicates, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 612. I hope I sound a little better this week. Feeling oh, yeah. much, 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 much better. 612, the number that Minneapolis made famous. No one really cares, Chris. Yeah. Let's, let's move on from that. <laughs> but 612. But anyway, what is today? The, what, January? January 13th. January 13th. Yeah. I have yeah. a very good friend who has a birthday on today's date. But we have a lot more to discuss than birthdays and area codes and all that other <laughs> nonsense. We have a lot of radio, and Jeff, you're the person to do it. All right. Thank you very much, Bill. First of all, this week we're doing a few things a little bit different, but we'll get to that in a second. We'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and then we'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call and format changes. And in lieu of a classic air check and Bill Sparks' featured segment, we're going to do a feature on the last two hours of radio station WGVU-FM in Grand Rapids, Michigan, from Grand Valley State University. They ended their programming last week, uh, last uh, on my birthday, as a matter of fact, January 7th. It was the last day that they play oldies, and the station is no longer on the air. They've decided to sell the land the towers are on, and they've decided to get out of the broadcasting business, at least for their HD2 signal on their FM and their oldies format that was on the AM stations. And many people tried to convince them to keep going, but that's not going to happen. And then, because you know, the rest is, is history. Then we'll follow it up with a, a trip to Waverly, Tennessee, although it serves Clarksville, Tennessee. And we're going to listen to the WOWQFM. They're a variety hits format, and they call themselves 105.1 The Train. All in all, a very busy program, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And I hope you guys enjoy the last uh, two hours that I've scoped to radio station WGVUFM with Bob Mason. Over to you, Bill. Boy, I think we are going to enjoy that. I don't want anybody that doesn't like oldies and doesn't like that particular station. Even Bernie's going to look for yeah. yeah. They were yeah. at Sorry Sam Gowns. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just too bad. Um, one of the dish talkies that used to be in Louisville, he, I mean, he worked in... Well, anyway, he was. They weren't related, but Bill Bailey, both of them, the two versions of Bill Bailey, one worked. Um, yeah, the Bill Bailey that worked at WGVU also worked at WLS in Chicago and WWDJ in, in New York, as well as other stations in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area. Right. Wow. But. Uh, Great, 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 great stuff. So, Jeff, you've got some award-winning news coming up here? Well, I'm not sure if it's award-winning, but we do the best we can. You kind of muddled through it, right? Something like that. Well, here we go. 
I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Around the playoffs hit Summit Media Radio stations, mostly in Hawaii. Two radio stations serving San Diego, California, make changes to the sports landscape. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and continue our look at the Nielsen December Personal People Media Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and with 2020 in our rearview mirror, Summit Media has kicked off the new year with a round of layoffs, mostly in Honolulu, Hawaii. It starts with market manager Andrew Rosen, who came to Summit Media in 2015. Andrew Rosen came to Summit Media after working for Connoisseur Media. He also worked for Radio 1, iHeart Media, as well as CBS Radio. Wayne Maria, operations manager for Summit Media, was also let go after 28 years with the company. Summit Media also let go of all of the morning hosts at all of their own and operated radio stations in Honolulu, Hawaii, as well. Summit Media also made layoffs at the Cluster in Louisville, Kentucky, and Birmingham, Alabama. Let's move a microphone to Tijuana, Mexico, where radio station XEPRS has also made some changes. XEPRS is a sports radio station, and they've added ESPN Radio to the mix of live and local programming to this radio station. iHeartMedia has also made changes to the sports landscape at radio station KLSD-FM licensed to San Diego, California. Extra 1360, KLSD adds a new morning show, hosted by Steve Hartman and Rich Ornberger. Steve Hartman and Rich Ornberger had been doing afternoons at the radio station. However, they replaced the previous morning hosts, Mike Costa and Judson Richards. A new afternoon drive show will air on this radio station, hosted by John Schaefer and Jim Russell. Now let's find out what's happening on the street. iHeart's final radio station to broadcast or 24-hour-a-day podcast format is no more. The station is WLTM-FM, licensed to Erie, Pennsylvania, transmitting on a frequency of 95.9. The station has dropped the all-podcast format in favor of 24 hours of Fox Sports programming. This is the last radio station that broadcast the 24-hour podcast format. The format was dropped in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Allentown, Pennsylvania. Say so long to another live and local morning show on Nash FM 94.1 WNNF-FM in Cincinnati, Ohio. The morning show has been replaced with the syndicated Kincaid and Dallas show, which airs from Cumulus' own and operated radio station WKHXFM in Atlanta, Georgia. Now let's move our microphones to Fort Myers, Florida, where yet another AM station is gone from the airwaves. Sun Broadcasting has turned in the license for radio station WFSX AM. They transmit on frequency of 1240 and they were broadcasting in Mexican format. This is the fourth AM radio station in the Fort Myers, Florida market that has turned in its license in the past seven months. The other AM stations that have also turned in their licenses in the Fort Myers market include WNOG AM transmitting on a frequency of 1270 and WAXA AM as well. Odyssey has made two changes to its on-air lineup and its alternative rock stations in Orlando, Florida and Miami, Florida. In Orlando, Florida, Melissa Holden can be heard on radio station WQMP-FM and in Miami, Florida, she is also heard on middays at radio station WSFS-FM as well. In other news, could a new format be entering Austin, Texas? KXMG-FM, Mega 93.3, owned and operated by Waterloo Media, has registered domain names that indicate that the station might be changing to a dance music format. We'll let you know in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. It's not unusual for radio announcers to do double duty, and that's what's happening with Dan Stansbury, who works at radio station WRQK in Canton, Ohio. Dan Stansbury will also be working at radio station WMMS-FM in Cleveland, Ohio, handling middays at the radio station. He'll be replacing Jason Carr, who is program director at the radio station. Say so long to Dale Dudley, who has exited mornings at radio station WLBJFM. Dale Dudley had been with the radio station for 35 years. Dale says that he was fired, although the radio station says on its Facebook page that Dale Dudley has retired from the radio station. There are radio changes in Baltimore, Maryland as the Baltimore Orioles have moved to radio station WBALAM and WIYYFM. The stations are owned and operated by Hearst. Benny Media has made musical shifts at its radio stations in New Hampshire. The stations affected are WBYYFM, WFNQFM, and WL 
and HFM. They've dropped the Frank format in favor of an adult contemporary format. They've dropped the Frank slogan saying that they play all of your favorite music. And in San Antonio, Texas, a new morning show hits the airwaves, hosted by Frito and Katie. The new morning show will air on radio station KCYY FM in San Antonio, Texas. Chattanooga, Tennessee has a new classic rock radio station. It's WJTW FM, owned and operated by First Class Media. We'll provide you with an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen December Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., Christmas was definitely the influencer here, as the number one ranked radio station was WASH-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WHUR-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in our nation's capital is WAMU-FM, with a news talk and information format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one rank radio station, once again, is WBZFM with its all sports format. The number two rank radio station is WMJXFM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Boston, Massachusetts, is WROR-FM with the classic its format. In Miami, Florida, the number one rank radio station is WHQT-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number a three-rack radio station in Miami, Florida, is WLYF-FM, also programming an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one-rack radio station is KRWM-FM, definitely broadcasting Christmas music with an adult contemporary format. The number two-rack radio station is KIROAM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three-rack radio station, also programming a news talk format, is KUOW-FM. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one-rack radio station, definitely broadcasting Christmas music with a 60.5 share of the audience and their adult Contemporary format is WNIC-FM. The number two-rack radio station is WCSX-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-rack radio station in the Motor City is WOMC-FM with a classic its format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one-rack radio station is KESZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-rack radio station is KSLX-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-rack radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KJZZ-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. In Minneapolis, Minnesota, the number one-rack radio station is KQQL-FM with a classic its format. The number two-rack radio station is KNOW-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk format. And finally, the number three-rack radio station in Minneapolis, Minnesota is KFXN-FM with its all-sports format. Now let's move to San Diego, California, where the number one Rack radio station is KXSN-FM with a classic its format. The number two rack radio station is KSON-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in San Diego, California is KYXY-FM with an adult contemporary format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one rack radio station is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is WCIE-FM with a Christian Top 40 format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WMTX-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Denver, Colorado, the number one rack radio station is KOSI-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rack radio station is KXKL-FM with a classic its format. And finally, the number three-rack radio station in Denver, Colorado is KIMN-FM with the hot adult contemporary format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one-rack radio station is WLIF-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-rack radio station is WWIN-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-rack radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WPOC-FM with a country format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one-rack radio station is KEZK-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-rack radio station is KSHE-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-rack radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KLJY-FM with a contemporary Christian format. Next week... 
We'll conclude our look at the Nielsen December Personal People Meter Ratings. With everything going on in the world of radio, how are radio stations doing? Well, I can give you the top billing radio stations for 2020, and here's how they're ranked. Number one is WTOP-FM in Washington, D.C. with $62 million. Number two is KIIS-FM in Los Angeles, California with $38 million. Number three is WLTW-FM in New York City with $30.8 million. Number four is WSB-FM in Atlanta, Georgia with $30 million. Number five is WBBM-AM in Chicago, Illinois with $29.7 million. Number six is WBZ-FM with $29.6 million. Number seven is KBIG-FM in Los Angeles, California with $29.35 million. Number 8 is WHCZ-FM in New York City with $29.3 million. Number 9 is WINS-AM in New York City with $28.1 million. And finally, WFAN-AM with $28 million. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693- 0595. That's 800 0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. Oh, no problem. By the way, I the only reason. The in that top 10. Oh, yeah. No. No, and the only reason that we do the the 2020 is because in, at the end of 2022 they'll give the 2021. I, I guess that's the only reason it was done that way uh, yeah. when they gave out the listings. The, I know, it's usually, no surprise really to me that the two top that the two sports stations that were in there were Boston and New York because that's where well, people really are focused on sports. Also, another thing I want to say about the Boston, of course, at Magic was playing Christmas music, so that's why they were number two. And no iHeart. We had two two uh, Beasleys and a uh, an Odyssey in the top three. And I found that interesting because usually when you've gone over there for the year, WINS is usually number one or number two, and they went all the way down to number nine. Yeah, I guess uh, <clears throat> like anything else, uh, Odyssey. Uh, there's an article that was written in uh, the Wall Street Journal about problems with Odyssey, and and they're not they're not catching up as as like as other radio stations are with their with their revenue, and uh, they're having some problems generating revenue. And I'm not I'm not really sure why, because I'm not sure really what they're doing wrong. They, because they they do they do a good job at what they do, but the one reason they don't they don't must mess around with their all news operations uh, is because of the cash cow that it generates for the radio station. I did want to bring up one more thing, and I know that Perry wants to bring up something as well. I want to recognize uh, and I normally don't do this, but I'm going to try to find a small feature for the radio news next week on Ronnie Spector, leader of the Ronettes, who uh, was a a real influence in in rock and roll music uh, for many, many, many years. Um, They were known as the Murray the K and Murray the K and the Swing and Swarry New York radio announcer Murray the K Dancing Girls. And they were very, very popular, at least in New York State and, of course, in the city as well. Um, and she passed away from cancer at the age of 78. Uh, and, Perry, you want to talk about um, your Iowa personality? Yeah, yeah. in Iowa, we, you know, in the, well, the Midwest, really, ag radio is huge in this part of the country. And uh, Lee Klein, who had been on WHO for a long time, and, of course, WHO was probably one of the bigger stations in Iowa. He passed away the other night at the age of uh, 91, and he's been there. I'll bet he was on WHO for 40, 50 years because I, there's a thing floating around on that you can find on the net with from 1974, their 50th uh, anniversary. So, of course, the 100th is coming up, and he was on that. But uh, big name in ag radio in, in Iowa, Lee Klein, passed away at 91. Wow. 
By the way, the other, the other thing I wanted to mention about the about Ronettes, about the Ronettes, and I'll get to you in one second, Pam, is that whoever thought that back in 1986, uh, when she paired uh, with Eddie Money, that became a huge, huge hit for Eddie Money and oh, yeah. Ronnie Spector. So, "Be My Little Baby," yep. you know that song. Uh, so yep. that <laughs> take that, me home I, tonight. Take me home tonight. That's correct. Uh, Pam, can you unmute yourself, please? Go ahead, Pam. Okay. Yes, I just had a question, and yes, I was. Uh, we were both uh, sorry to hear about uh, Ronnie Spector. What uh, I was wondering, uh, you mentioned that WNOG <coughs> is uh, that was listed as being uh, located in Fort Myers. Now, at one time, uh, when I was growing up in Florida, that was. Naples. In fact, NOG, I believe, stood for Naples on the Gulf. Was that? Uh, did that? Uh, I believe uh, that that was a misprint in the in the source that I got it from Pam. Um, so that's my fault. But that's where that's what they said. Bill, the, is Naples considered part of the Fort Myers market? <clears throat> it is. Okay. Well, oh, maybe. Yeah, too. maybe that's it then, because yeah. we used to go over there when I was a kid, and I used to love uh, that station. <laughs> wow. Oh, thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. There we and, go. <laughs> uh, what more can I say about that? Except that, uh, Pam, thank you very much, and I appreciate the, all your input on the show as well. Always that's a lot of good information. Yeah. Well, I was looking last week in the Grand Rapids paper to see about anything about... The radio stations lining off. They didn't. There was nothing in there. Well, it certainly well, did. They make... may have covered it on any given day, Mike. Unless you look all the time, uh, you know it may be covered on a Sunday, or it might have been already talked about, and people kind of knew about it. I mean, yes. and radio news doesn't get in the newspaper as much as it should. Really. No. it never has. No, no I mean, it, unless right. you live in a big city, for example, like Chicago, where you have Robert Feeder, but he doesn't even do a radio news for the newspaper. He has his own his own website that does radio news. The radio news, the radio columnists have becoming a thing or has become a thing of the past in many, in many cities. Yeah, we used to have one at the Globe. I'm not sure if he's even there. I used to look for him on Thursdays in Newsline, and he was there, and then I stopped seeing him. I'm not saying they don't have one, but, uh, you know, we have a sports media guy who does radio and TV stuff. Uh, I think uh, Chicago uh, with Robert name, Feeder. You hear about him, but. I follow him, um, and he updates his yeah. column at least uh, two or three times a week, at least. So, and it's, it's and it's Chicago media is what they call it, and, and yeah. it covers radio, television, and newspapers. That that's very very good, isn't it, Jeff? I think the guys out in California, which Richard Wagner out in uh, L.A. Wagner, does it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And of course, we have uh, uh, people who are internet radio people, like Scott Fibers with the Northeast Radio yeah. Watch, and Blaine Thomas Thompson, I should say with the Indiana Radio Watch, and there are a few others out there as well. So you have, if you, you got to look hard for this stuff if you, if you want to get that radio news sometimes. It takes, uh, and, of course, one of the good sources you can use is Google News. It's still out there, and you put broadcasting, and you'll, you'll get a lot of news. Oh, yeah. I know there's different ones in New York, too, but Chad, uh, Chad Finn is the guy I was trying to think of. He's in every, uh, pretty much every Friday in the Globe with uh, a sports media column. Yeah. That's true. Al, can you unmute yourself, yeah. please? Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, uh, Cleveland the same way. Uh, we used to have a couple of uh, beat writers for radio and TV. And for the uh, last two or three years, we don't get any radio information like we used to from Plain Dealer. I always liked the Plain Dealer when 
it featured, you know, Mark Dwayziak and back in the seventies you had Ray Hart and a couple others back in the seventies. They covered radio news quite frequently. Now we don't hear nothing unless it's a word of mouth from a friend or somebody else that uh, knows about radio. Well, the word on the street, Al, is that people aren't listening to the radio. I mean, that's just the way they feel about it, whether it's true or not. I'm not saying they aren't. I'm just saying that's yeah, the word on true. the radio, and that's the way it's evaluated now. You know, right, even right. though you're listening and, to radio stations so on this day, you know, it's, it's still radio. Right. Yeah, so therefore, the there is not much interest in radio news from the newspaper. Right, right, and they've always had an adversarial relationship. There were times back in the day, if you read a history, I'm sure somebody's written a good book about the history of newspapers, radio, and television, and how they dealt with each other. They wouldn't mention radio things, you know, for years at all. You know, they didn't want to publicize it. Well, part of the problem is the newspapers are dying as well. I mean, if you look at the circulation for newspapers, no one... I mean, I read, I read the New York Times, but of course, if you want to really get the newspaper, you got to pay for it on the internet. It's no longer free like it used to be. I mean, you can read some articles, but they limit how much you can, you yeah. can read. Yeah, we're lucky with Newsline that we can just get it. And, you know, that's good. Yeah. That, that's, that's true. Well, how about if we get uh, Jennifer involved in the, uh, what do they call it? The caller and format changes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Quite simple, isn't it? Straightforward. I think she's uh, named it that since the start. I think you're right. Hello good. everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of January 13th. WBZW FM 96.7 Union City, Georgia changes slogan from Christmas 96.7 to El Patron 96.7. KENA AM 1450 Hatfield, Arkansas changes format from Southern Gospel to Country and changes slogan from Good News Gospel to Today's Best Country. KFIX FM 96.9 Plainville, Kansas changes slogan from The Fix to 96.9 KFIX KLOO FM 106.3 Corvallis, Oregon changes slogan from 106.3 KLOO FM Timeless Rock to 106.3 KLOOFM KMOUFM 104.7 Roswell, New Mexico changes slogan for more music to today's country KQOB FM 96.9 Enid, Oklahoma changes slogan from Alice 96.9 to Eagle 96.9 WMSI FM 102.9 Jackson, Mississippi changes slogan from Miss 103 FM to 102.9 is Miss 103 WRAK AM 1400 Williamsport, Pennsylvania changes slogan from News Talk Network to News Radio 1400 WRAK WSFZ AM 930 Jackson Mississippi changes slogan from 
been to Jackson's Bend 98.1, W-Y-R-E-A-M, 810 Annapolis, Maryland, changes slogan from W-R-N-R 103.1 to 810 The Wire, W-C-I-D, FM 100.9, Horseheads, New York, changes frequency to 101.1, W-C-B-W, FM 89.7 East St. Louis, Illinois changes format from silent to contemporary Christian. KFYR AM 550 Bismarck, North Dakota changes slogan from KFIRE to KFYR. KKLF AM 1700 Richardson, Texas changes slogan from Kick 1700 to Jalapeno Radio 1700 AM 95.7 FM KXMRAM 710 Bismarck, North Dakota changes slogan from 710 The Fan to Fox Sports 710 WBYY FM 98.7 Somersworth, New Hampshire changes format from Classic Hits to Hot AC WFNQ FM 106.3 Nashua, New Hampshire changes format from Classic Hits to Hot AC WLNH FM 89.3 Laconia, New Hampshire changes format from Classic Hits to Hot AC WTID FM 101.7 Graceville, Florida changes format from Classic Hits to Contemporary Christian KXDJ FM 98.3 Spearman, Texas changes slogan from True Country 98.3 to KXDJ 98.3 FM. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week. And thank you very much, Jennifer. And Jennifer will join me tomorrow night. This is rare. We're having a rare phone meeting for the sports lounge people. And Jennifer will be there. That's the importance of this meeting. So she'll see you tomorrow night. Okay. Very good. Not on the air. This is something. This is our conference. Right, right. This is a conference off the air, but the importance of this, Jennifer, is going to be there. Okay. Chris, there's only one sports question we can we can talk about, and we'll have to wait till next year, because I want to make sure that the yeah. New York Giants eventually will start winning. That's the only oh, thing I'm going to say. Oh, my God, Jeff. <laughs> well, they fired their coach. I don't know if that'll do any good. Yeah. Up to the <laughs> they did fire their coach. You know what? They the, One of the papers said that, they, that they, they may rehire Pat Shermer back again. I can't believe that, but that's what it said. Yeah, so we'll, who knows? We'll see. They're, knows they're, they're a mess. But I don't need to talk about the the Giants. We're in our mess. So, so uh, before we do this feature about WGVU, uh, when, when was the first time you guys started listening to that radio station? I'm just curious. Uh, Chris, when did you first hear about them? I heard about it. Our friend Judy told me about it, and uh, she told me about the Sunday afternoon countdowns. And I, I want to say five or six years ago, something like that. It was pretty far pretty far back, but not way back. I know they've been around since 2009. How about you, Bernie? I did not get to hear about them until about two years ago 
someone that Bill and I both know, Bob Hawkins, posted on Facebook and said, he said, if you want a great oldie station, here's here's the station. And uh, I went there that that very night, and uh, first song I heard was by the Ohio Express. And I thought, yep, there's a song nobody plays anymore. Uh I'm here. It's a great great radio station. (coughs) First time I heard about them. Well, it's probably about 2014 or 2015. I know that we featured them on All Things Radio Live yeah, or on I All Things know, Radio. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we did. And what I did was I, what I, I, sometimes I do this. I don't know why I do it, but I do. And I was comparing the oldie station on WCNY HD2 in Syracuse, New York, with WGVU in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And we did that in one of the early podcasts. I think it was 130 something. I don't remember offhand, but I have a copy of that. We'll play that. I said, I told Chris earlier. Maybe during the summertime, we'll we'll, uh, we'll resurrect that because I save a lot of the old stuff. But I was just curious. How about you, Perry? Have you ever heard them at all? Yes, I ha- I have not a great deal, but I have heard them in uh, good state. Like Bernie's, you do hear things there that you don't hear anywhere else, and, and that's what I noticed. Well, we could say we did hear things because unfortunately, it's yeah, gone. We did. Unfortunately, we right. don't hear them. Yeah. And I, I know that uh, my friend Denny and I, we got to talk to Bob Mason, and he and we bet we said, why couldn't the station just stay online? And Bob Mason said that to them, and they did not want to do that. They said that, unfortunately, the money that the station makes is really from the classical and the public broadcasting stuff, and they just, they just wanted to just wash their hands of it, unfortunately, and nothing that Bob Mason and the rest of the staff could do could convince them that reconsider making it an online-only station, even if they took the AM stations off the air, and it is unfortunate that that Bob, had to happen. Bob was a great guy, too. He was, he was a lot of fun to talk to. I talked yeah, to him. That was Denny. his 70th birthday, too, that day when he was doing that show, no. his last show. I didn't no, realize I shared a birthday with him. Yeah. yeah. Could be so, ready to retire. But I think but he that, would stay. Yeah. That, wasn't, that wasn't his full-time job. I mean, he was basically retired anyway, right. and and right, he, he just right. enjoyed doing it, and and Good it's stuff. a labor. It was really a labor of love, and all the other people who worked there: Bill Bailey, Bob Simonson, uh, Todd. I think it's Wyatt. I think his name was Dennis Wyatt or whatever. And they all loved working there. They weren't working there for the money because they weren't making great money there. That wasn't that wasn't the whole the whole point was that they were enjoying what they were doing. That's all I can say. You can't beat that. You can't beat that at all. I think NPR should think though about making an old. You know, they've they've always had jazz, and they've always had classic, classical. But there's, you know, if they're talking about serving an underserved community, you don't hear the music of the '50s, '60s, and '70s in commercial radio. That's supposed to be what NPR and you know public radio is supposed to do. So they ought to make a an availability for public stations of that kind of format. Unfortunately, it's not about now, that. It's, it's about the money that these stations make by doing the formats that they're doing. Why do you think WAER in Syracuse dropped the jazz format? Because they, they couldn't find talent. They couldn't find people. They could, And they're an NPR station, and they do very well with that, with that format and, I mean, in Syracuse. And a lot, of, a lot of college stations are going to the NPR model where, where you don't hear really good radio anymore. And this is a problem, Chris, and it's right. happening but, I mean, day in and What day I'm out. saying is that demographic is, is going to be looking for that music, and they're people with money, disposable income that are well, that age. Well, well they just go haven't ahead, found Bernie. each Go ahead, other. Bernie. Oh, God. I, gonna... I thought that it, it was very interesting that WGU always used the American Contemporary News jingle. I yeah. love that. That was funny. Uh, yeah. cool. They just started that about a year ago, I think. Yeah. Kind of cool. Well, how about if we, Bill, how about if we listen to what WGVU sounded like? It's a, it's a bit it. long, but I think you guys will enjoy it. Yeah, yep. sit back for the next, 
what, 24 minutes? 24 and 20, minutes, yes. And 23 seconds to be okay. more precise about it. So if you got a lot of coffee, Jeff. No. Yeah, yeah I know. I got, I, got, I got a whole Torino, I mean, a whole carafe of coffee here right next to me, Bernie. Actually, he's got a Delta beverages in front of him. The gin and tonics oh, instead, right. right. That's what I've got. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. During this portion of the All Things Radio Live broadcast, I always present a classic air check. However, this week I wanted to do something different. On January 7th, 2022, we lost a great oldies radio station. The radio station was WGVU-AM and its sister station WGVE-AM on 850. The stations were owned and operated by Grand Valley State University, and they decided to shut the radio station down because they could make more money selling the land that the station's towers were located on. However, this was a great oldies station, and for 12 years, you got to hear oldies that you probably never heard before or never will hear again. So without further ado, let's say goodbye to radio station WGBU-AM from Grand Valley State University on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Real Oldies 1480 and 850. As we get into the last hour of Real Oldies 1480 and 850, and it'll end at 2 o'clock this afternoon. The Beatles by request, that is something. And before that, Marvin Gaye leading off the hour, How Sweet It Is to Be Loved by You. Bob Mason, just in the 1 o'clock hour this afternoon, and in studio with me today is uh, Scott Vanderwerf, our uh, music director and uh, jazz aficionado for the FM station, who, of course, also does the news in the afternoon with Rob Sanford in the afternoon show. Uh, thank you for coming in today, Scott. God, I appreciate you being here, and uh, I love the fact that you've been a uh, real supporter of Real Oldies 1480 and 850 over the past 12-plus years that we've been on the air with us. Well, thank you very much, Bob. It's been an honor and a pleasure to be involved with Real Oldies doing the news during the afternoon, and also as a listener at home, and one of the things that's that's been very uh, special for me with Real Oldies is it brought me back to this music that I grew up with, you know, in the 60s and particularly the early 70s, uh, listening to Top 40 Radio. I remember having my my first, uh, uh, my own transistor radio that I'd listen to uh, um, uh, d- uh, music on. But it, the thing that was great about Real Oldies was that to hear the deep cuts and all the songs that I hadn't heard in 40 years. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people hadn't heard in 40 years. And all of a sudden we start playing them back in 2009. And it's like, wow, this is great. And it's... Uh just been a fun time for me over the last uh, 12 and a half years. Uh, it's an experience in radio that uh, I will never forget and that I will cherish. And as I told, I believe, either Rob Sanford or Bob Delaforce last hour, even though I've worked at radio stations that had bigger audiences, uh, I consider this the high point of my radio career because it was just a labor of love that I love doing every day and uh, unfortunately coming to an end. But uh, being able to work with guys like you, uh, you've been here the whole time that I've been here and uh, and uh, seeing the enthusiasm that you showed for us, particularly when uh, we did our pledge drives, you were the guy that, uh, quite frankly, uh, kind of showed me the ropes of the pledge drives in the early years. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And, and it was always a, a great time to come in on here and promote Real Oldies to the listeners and uh, encourage them to contribute because this there, this radio station is a treasure. Uh, there's been nothing like it ever before, and there'll be nothing like it ever again. I'm sure you're right. There'll never be anything like this ever again. There's a couple of stations that are playing oldies around the area, but again, it's uh, you know just a limited list, and uh, you know uh, announcers on the air that really don't relate to the audience like our announcers did, and uh, yeah, it's just. Uh, uh, just was a, a fun time for everybody, I believe. And I, I thank you for your support and uh, your friendship over the years. And, you know, I'd walk through the, uh, walk through, uh, the offices here uh, when I was in between songs or whatever, and we'd discuss what was going on in the radio business. And, 
and uh, okay, and, and I appreciate that. It's uh, it was a pleasure working with you here, Scott, and uh, I uh, hope you have continued success here at uh, at WGVU FM. Now you're on the air at night from what? Do you start at seven o'clock? Seven o'clock until midnight is our primetime jazz programming Monday through uh, Thursday, seven until ten on Friday, and then I also host the uh, overnights from midnight until five in the morning. Welcome into the studio, Rick Beerling. Hello, Rick, Bob. It's been a pleasure working with you. You've been here, uh, well, you were here already when I got here, and you've been with us the whole time of uh, Real Oldies. And, well, it just, quite frankly, wouldn't have been possible for me to continue to do Real Oldies without your uh, support throughout the years with the computer stuff and making sure the music was ready to go each and every day. Well, it was my pleasure, Bob, and it was such a great station, something that, uh, you know, we believed in from the very beginning. It was, uh, I mean, it was such high stress getting this on the air. I'm just recalling now going back to when we were loading in all of this music, so much music, and getting all the data for it and making sure it was going to play right in the computer and all that work we put into this. And again, not, not as I heard you uh, speaking with Len earlier, didn't know if you know they were going to let it stick around and uh, it, it 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 stuck. Uh, people supported it. It was it was great for for such a long time and such a wonderful radio station playing all of this great music that wasn't uh, found anywhere else in the market and and doing it in such a unique way too i mean we really believed in this it was really great to be able to play so much music a playlist just unparalleled playing more music per hour uh th- this non-commercial format allowed for that it was a, a wonderful thing to be a part of and uh through the years you know of course um th- there came that time bob when uh, uh, Dennis left and uh, we didn't hire a, a new program manager and you took those responsibilities and took the station to the next level really um, and that's when uh, I kind of kicked it into gear helping out with real oldies as well making sure that the music kept playing programming the automation day after day so it was such a great thing to be part of of course we're, we're saddened by uh, what has to happen now uh we're saddened that it comes uh, to a close but you know good things do come to an end and yep. this this was one of the best things this is one of the best things as i told scott and i think i told either uh, bob delaforce or rob uh, last hour this uh, even though it was probably not the most listened to radio station i've ever worked for as far as ratings goes this is uh, definitely the highlight of my career and uh, i'm going to miss this immensely and now you talk about when uh, we kind of took over after dennis left uh, just prior to dennis leaving we uh, pretty much saw the writing on the wall yeah. and i remember having a conversation with you and you said yeah bob we can uh, just do it kind of as a tag team together we can make this thing work yeah. and that's exactly what happened you took care of the music as far as getting into the computer every day and making sure that uh, we had enough music each hour and then i'd go through with it uh, with a fine tooth comb and uh, mm-hmm. kind of uh, you know procure it the way i wanted it to sound and uh, it worked real well we worked well together yeah. i can't i can't remember ever in uh, the with the six years or so that we've been doing this where we ever had really what you even call a minor disagreement over things (laughs) well i deferred to you all the knowledge of the music and and what should be playing at what times and all of that i mean i wasn't going to you know disagree with any of that you had the experience so uh yeah it was my pleasure it was it was great to work with you uh, on this stuff and i'm thinking also about all of those top 40 lists and the songs i had to hunt down (laughs) that were so obscure sometimes but that but hey they they charted here in west michigan yep and and we had to find them and and uh, most of the time we did most of the time sometimes we 
just uh, like uh, I think I got into a, a Russian website once to be able to find one of the songs <laughs> and might have gotten the computer a virus. But uh, and just one more quick thing, you know, filling in. I had to fill in a few times. We were really short in staff here, and it was, uh, uh, you know, the, we didn't want to do this, but I had to, I had to be on the air yeah. for a couple of hours, uh, sometimes a week at a time. And uh, I realized I didn't know the music as, as well as, as others. Uh, one thing that stuck out was somebody requested Circle, and I couldn't find it in the, in the music library. I'm like, Circle? What's that? It was all about the spelling. I had oh, no yes. idea how to spell Circle. C-Y-R-K-L-E. And, and, and another thing that threw me was question mark in the Mysterious. It's <laughs> like, go. what is this? Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know how to say it on the yeah. air. So yeah. good well, stuff. Speaking on the air, we're just about out of time here, Rick. Again, thanks for your contributions, and uh, I will remember you. Real oldies always. It's real oldies. 1480 and 850. Everybody, everybody. Like real oldies 1480 and 850 on Facebook and be a part of the conversation. Facebook.com slash WGVU Real Oldies. Real oldies 1480 and 850. It's Nino Tempo who celebrated, I believe, his 86th birthday, 86th or 87th birthday yesterday, along with April Stevens. And their number one song, Deep Purple. Bob Mason just after 1.30 in the afternoon. And just uh, less than a uh, half hour to go now with Real Oldies 1480 and 850. It's been a fun show today. I'm still uh, getting the emails. Bob Mason at gvsu.edu. Still getting the phone calls, too, at uh, 616-331-6629. like to say uh, thank you to all the people who came in today and uh, helped with the show, including uh, well, Bob Becker during the 9 o'clock hour. We had uh, Jennifer Moss in here during the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, Jim Rademacher, who explained what was really going on here at Real Oldies 1480 and 850. Uh, Leno Kelly, the father of Real Oldies, who was on during the 11 o'clock hour with me. And of course, uh, Bob Delaforce and uh, Rob Sanford on the air with me today. Scott Vanderwerf, Rick uh, Beerling, all uh, uh, making an appearance today. Thank you very much. Thank you to uh, the people who made this happen in the first place. I think of our uh, original general manager, Michael Walenta, who gave the green light to this. Ken Colby, who was the assistant GM at the time and later was a GM after Michael left. And, uh, oh, uh, the the guys who are no longer with us talking about Bill Bailey, who did the morning show from the uh, get-go and was program director for a while. The late Bill Bailey, also the uh, late Tom Wyant, who uh, worked our afternoon show for uh, uh, several years. Uh, Missed Tom a bunch, and he was a great guy to uh, work with, great guy on the air. And also Dennis Pryor, who was our program director for a while and did mornings for about three years. Those guys are sadly missed. And uh, thinking about a guy like uh, Bob Simonson, uh, who's still around town, who did afternoons for us for a couple of years. Bob, thank you for your contributions to Real Oldies 1480 and 850. And as we get ready to wrap it up here, uh, people are always wondering what I'm going to play for the last song. Well, um, uh, what I'm thinking about is when we started this uh, in 2009, we played about a 12-minute musical montage, which got it started. And then I think I will uh, finish off the show with what was the first song I ever played on the radio. So maybe I'll be able to say, well, the first song and the last song I ever played on the radio were the same song. But uh, yeah, stick around. Uh, we'll get to a little more music here before we uh, call it a day at 2 o'clock this afternoon on Real Oldies 1480 and 850. Real Oldies 1480 and 850. Bubbling over with... <laughs> 
1480 and 850. It's Mr. Excitement, Jackie Wilson, and your love keeps lifting me higher and higher. Bob Mason, yeah, getting closer and closer to that 2 o'clock hour in the end of Real Oldies 1480 and 850. I'd just like to say uh, I've gotten um, probably more emails today than I've ever gotten in any day, maybe even any month here at Real Oldies 1480 and 850. If you sent me an email, yeah, I will be working on those after I get home today and get off the air. Everybody that sent me an email, I will definitely try and get back to, but uh, I'm really uh, snowed under with the email. So if you did send me an email, thank you. I appreciate it. And I uh, I will be in touch with you on Real Oldies 1480 and 1480 and 850, and there you have it. It's the love and the spoonful. Did you ever have to make up your mind? Bob Mason, yeah, I had to make up my mind what to do to uh, end the show today, and I hope we have enough time for this. And, uh, well, if we don't, I'm going to find a way to make time. But if you were listening back in 2009, well, the first song we ever played on the air was uh, Elvis Presley, and it's Now or Never. But uh, prior to that, we played a uh, musical montage of uh, great music from the 50s, 60s, and 70s, which launched the format. It's about 12 minutes long. And I played it again during, I believe, our 10th anniversary several years ago. But uh, after the break here, we'll go into that montage. And then I will play uh, the last song is going to be, if you've listened to me, particularly I mentioned it this week, I will, as the last song, play what was the first song I played on my radio career back in uh, September of 1969 at FM. 95.7 WZZM so after the montage and uh, my first and last song of my radio career it'll time to be uh, be time to say goodbye it's Real Oldies 1480 and 850 Real Oldies 1480 and 850 
went away and you hung around.
And she says, Watch it! can say this wow yeah i mean that's a, that's an yeah. oldies composite of every kind of great oldie that you could ever hear i mean it's yeah. there's not there's not one song in that list of oldies 
that I would say I, that I didn't like. I like the way he put together some of the clever stuff. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you the Harper Valley PTA. <laughs> that was really good. Some of those are really funny that he did. That I'm sorry that job. I couldn't get the very last song, Chris. Yeah, because, no. uh, I had an internet problem as well, and it, it yeah. kind of dropped. No, TuneIn had the same problem. There was a problem with TuneIn as well. Yeah, so what happened was they went at, at 2 o'clock, the da, 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 came on, and then wasn't supposed to. And, you know, because he yeah. probably thought he had overridden that. So that, that came on. The news started up. It knocked off the montage. Then he was able to get back control. And the last song he did play, because if you hung around, there was a little dead air, and then the news was in and out. But he did come back, and then he did play Gene uh, by Oliver. Yeah, that was yeah. What I, what I, what I had a problem with Bernie is is it when it dropped when my internet dropped on this thing, I couldn't get back in. It said the server was full because there were so many people listening to their. Oh stream. yeah, it would have been. But I, I could get in. Oh yeah. Gina, uh, by the Gina, way, we, we were breaking records on Gina. that too. That's true, Gina. Can you unmute yourself, please? We had more listeners than Chris, in a long time. You owe Hello. us, Chris. You owe us. What do, what do I owe you? The, I, I don't know, but the last song was not American Pie, as you predicted. <laughs> no, that's, that's right. I yes, yeah. well, you know, <laughs> if I had been from Grand Rapids, maybe I would have known that. But you're right, Gene. I, 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 but it's always a good guess. One time when uh, it was uh, when fifteen ten was going to uh, Music of Your Life, I said the first song they would play. This was in '82. Would be in the mood, and I was right about that. So yeah, I'm one for two. What can I tell you? Oh God, go ahead, Bernie. I'm sorry. No one could have known that he was going to play the first song he ever played on the radio and make that the last song because we didn't listen to him in 1960. No, that, that was good, though. That was so a good way to no do it. Way of knowing. Excellent. Excellent. And Gina, where are you from, Gina? I'm from Kent, Washington. Oh, you're from Kent, yeah, Washington. Yeah. I, I know that you've been on the on All Things Radio many years ago, it seems like. We, we used to call in, so... She <laughs> so was just on yesterday. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. What, yeah. Did, what did you... What did, did you listen to WGVU as, uh, uh, during the... You know, not just for the radio show here, but did you listen to them as well? I listened to it. Um, I, it's on one of my... Well, it was on on my Victor Reader stream is one of my favorites, and... Uh -huh. I would go. I go through all my favorites, and if there's a song on a station that I like, I listen to it. And so, I listen to it for that. And I did record the last hour Friday of Good. WGVU just to have it. She was already. <laughs> so, what when you were growing up? And I'm assuming, are you from Washington? And if you are, what what was your station that you listened to as a kid? KJR. KJR. And who was your favorite? Now was it was it? Land Roberts. Land Roberts, yeah. I oh, have some wow. air checks of him, I think, somewhere in my pile. What about oh, uh, K what about KOL? Did you did you hear uh, did you get to hear Larry Lujak at all? Did you get, get, ever listen to that kind of stuff as well? <laughs> um, K well, actually, um, Larry Lujak was on KJR. I know, so but that's he, where he, I heard him. Okay, because he did a work, little work on both. What about Burl Bear or any of those people that was as well? Did you like him as well? Um, he was okay. Um, okay. I didn't like some of the music you played at night as much, but Pearl Bear was okay. Um, the thing that drove me nuts about KOL in the 60s is they had a slow turntable. Oh, and I, have perfect I hate that. Pitch, oh. And that just made me crazy. <laughs> well, I, I, and I, I, my I, cousin and I used to have these arguments between KJR and KOL because he liked KOL. I like KJR. What you about Pat O'Day? Did you like Pat O'Day? Yeah, I did. Well, we featured him as well, so oh, yeah. I, you know, we don't normally get to talk to the callers, and I know we have a bit of time because I know we're going to run short, so I wanted to just know a little bit about you because uh, 
We don't get too many calls from the Northwest, so uh, no. And Gina, of course, is what Gina's. She calls in on our Wednesday show, and she's a she is a she's a sports lounge caller too. Yep, she is. Okay, yeah. she makes me play NASCAR music I've never somebody. heard of. Yes, actually, yeah. she was telling us uh, got us talking about NASCAR a little bit yesterday on the end of the show. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah. And if you have, if, if there are any stations in in the Washington area that you like classic air trucks from, let me know. I'm looking for, and I've gotten requests for the following. So, if anyone, anyone, send an email to Jeff at allthingsradio.net has any air checks of Don McMaster, who I know worked in Seattle, Washington, in the West Coast, and Jim French, who I definitely know worked in Seattle, Washington. So if you guys have any air checks of either of those two radio announcers, I am desperately looking for those those particular air checks. Okay. And Gina makes me play music I don't even... I've never even heard of. Right, Gina? I just tried to expand <laughs> yeah. your horizons, Bill. There you That's go. true. <laughs> hey, it's all in good fun, Gina. It's all in good fun. By the way, can I ask a quick question? Um, sure. I noticed last week it said that the format and call letter changes... AM 1000 was going to switch to KNWN. Um, I don't... Uh, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, well, they so will be. It will be happening. when that's going to happen? I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's but it's it's, it's incumbent <laughs> on the sale of the station, and the reason the call letter change was made is because uh, when they bought the station, when Lotus, when Lotus bought the station from Sinclair, they didn't buy the... They only bought the station. They did not buy the intellectual properties of KOMO. And so KMOO, of course, I, KOMO, I believe, is the TV station out there in your neck of the woods as well. Yes, so and they, I wonder what's going to happen to that. That's going to keep the call letters, but the okay. radio station yeah. won't keep the call letters. It's like, it's like what happened in Syracuse when, w, when WHEN AM was sold uh, and the TV station kept, I mean, when WHEN TV was sold, I should say, and the TV station had to keep the call, had to change call letters to WTVH. Uh, so oh. it's the yeah, same kind of thing. a lot of places back in the day. Okay. A lot of places. All right, thank you very much, Gina. You're welcome. Thank you. Charles, Charles, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, uh, that was really interesting. It's a shame we couldn't have heard the the station go off the air. I think I do remember, like, in the 80s, WCBM 680, like, they were changing from uh, all news, and they had a magic format called Magic 68, I don't know if you remember that. That was like in 87, maybe, 88. It didn't last too long, but it was kind of interesting. Maybe a little before that, but um, it was kind of interesting how um, stations change like that. And well, what happens on the computer, because I tried it. I left it on my stream for a little while. Like Gina, I had it on my stream. And so I hit the five key on your stream, gives you the song title. So for about 10 minutes after, it just kept saying Gene and by Oliver. And that site will probably just sit there on, on his Utoon site, just sit there forever. And if you've dialed up WGVU, because he doesn't get rid of stuff. He doesn't clean out his Actually, database. Actually, it's gone. It's gone. Is it gone? Yesterday, just curiosity and said, you okay. know, the stream is not uh, whatever. Whatever you get. Okay. Uh, they're often, they're, they're there forever, you know. Charles, I got oh, a question yeah. for you, Charles. Um, sure. Well, uh, you've listed W, of course. There was a station in Baltimore, WFBR AM. Yes. Yep. And yes. um, I wonder if you remember a radio announcer. This is another air check I'm looking oh. for from a, from a guy who worked at WFBR. His name was the Flying Dutchman. His name was Peter Barry. Yes, yes, I do. He is cool, man. I he worked in Syracuse, and he was from Massachusetts originally. Oh. And he worked in Albany, okay. New York at WABY in the 60s as well. 
but I don't have any air checks of him from WFBR. There was another oh. guy who used to call himself the Stone Ranger as well on on, on that station as well. So, uh, anyone who collects air checks, um, Jeff at AllThingsRadio.net. If you have an air check of that, I'd be interested in hearing that as well. I All know right. WFBR had been uh, a rock station at any point. Yeah, they were in the middle of the road. Thank you, Charles. Yeah, yeah you out. All right. Yeah, I think well, at one time or another, most stations were rock stations, you know, even, I think even if it right. was only a year or two. That's a good point. That is well, a good point. And if anyone else would like to yeah. uh, get, check in and call us, uh, the number's out, you know, 646-876-9923, 646 hit that pound key twice. And as I always say, you're in like Flynn. And you better get used to that number on the, because it is across the legend now. So all your shows, that is the official Zoom number. So it will trip Bernie up anymore if he ever wants to call the coffee club. Uh, oh yeah, like I've got to remember all those digits first. But like, <laughs> yeah, I had a phone card for all the coffee yeah, club stuff. Send it to me, and he never did. So, like I, you know, I don't have your email address. I don't think Bernie. So I'll I'll try to find it because I thought I had an email from you that I saved. I'm not sure. I well, you don't have to you don't have to send it to him now because it's going to be here. Okay, so well, it's the same thing you call thing here. You, you don't have to do anything different. No, than right. what you do yeah. here. Okay, Walter. One more air check that you can just search. What's that? What's the Walter? Go ahead, Walter. Unmute yourself. Yes, um, that was a that was very good uh, air check. Um, mm-hmm. it, uh, I guess I guess you would say that would be the uh, what the quintessential oldie station would sound like. Yep. Um, it's too bad about I've, I've been reading about that that whole the WGV uh, GVU thing and uh, so and so you know it's too bad that that has to happen yeah well it is walter, walter where do you where do you read your stuff i mean we we always talk about our stuff where you know where, where do you go to get your believe it believe it or, believe it or not i do get it from radio insight i do have the ah, thing on my I, use the, I, I also use that i use that one and uh inside radio <laughs> yeah well i don't have that but yeah, that's where I that's where I see a lot of the. I use Ram because I because I always because I always look for the uh, Ram twenty four seven. If I see the Iowa stuff, you know, if I see the Iowa or you know Des Moines stuff or even uh, Omaha Council Bluff stuff, from which I'm from, so <laughs> you know. How long ago did that guy uh, uh, that uh, died? Uh, how late did he work into his life? He, he was a W. He he was on W show. I don't think anymore now full-time but in the he it was i would say walter in the recent past lee klein was on who was he not i mean it, it was he always, he always did the commercials for the uh for plant uh, for uh trees and he would uh, also he would come on and i mean he hasn't been full-time but like i say he would do like a in the not too distant past like a 10 minute segment on friday afternoons you know like 10 uh, minutes to good. one to, to wrap up the ag show right that's good that's oh, good. true Karen, I I saw you coming in from. Oh, although you don't have. Um, oh, oh, there you, you do have your hand raised. Go ahead, Karen. Unmute yourself, please. Thank you, Walter. Hello. Hello. Um, that montage is much like the one they used to play at midnight Central Time, the New Year's Eve on WLS in Chicago. 
Oh, like with the number one, the, the big hits of the yeah. year kind of month? Yeah, that was, yeah. Produced, I remember that was that. produced by a guy that. named Jeff Davis. Um, and they did that every year for a number of years, every Karen. I do year remember for that. for a lot of years. Yeah, I remember Casey Kasem used to do one at the end of his countdowns each year with all the number one songs. And the yep. thing that gets me, I don't know, you know, I have a memory like this, but it moves me from one place to another. I'll hear a song and, I'll, okay, we're, and not that I, I already know what years they're in, but just it, I hear a song and it's, okay, that's the fall of 68. Now we're into the yeah. spring of 69, that kind of thing. You know, Karen, you really well, feel... As you, growing up as, a, as you growing up as a kid, Karen, what I know you listen to WFLI and on Lookout Mountain and Chattanooga, but were there yeah. other stations that you that you really enjoyed as a kid? <laughs> Let's see. Well, WQXI in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Quixie and Dixie, uh, right? Uh, oh, Quixie indeed, yes. Uh, WKDA in Nashville. Uh, WNOX and WKGN in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of... There was kind of a few stations. Uh, was there a favorite radio announcer that you might remember who worked at Quixie that you really enjoyed? One was Bob Todd, and I think he ended up Although he didn't call himself that, uh, in Chattanooga, I think he ended up at, D- at WFLI in Chattanooga as their program director. Okay. Well, several uh, years later. I, uh, as a matter of fact, in the, in the near future, I, I do, for your edification, Karen, and for everyone else here, I do have an air check of Bob Todd from Quixie and Dixie, as well as oh, an air I'd check. I'd love to hear that. As well as Tony the Tiger Taylor from Quixie and Dixie. He did the mornings yeah. there for a while. And I also have an air check of a, a guy that worked at Wowo in Indi- Fort Wayne, Indiana. His name is Bob Bolton. He also worked oh, yeah. at W at Quixie and Dixie WQXI he in, uh, in in he Atlanta. Yeah. He left Dwayne also in Miami at one time. Early seventies. He also came. I think he came to Quixie from WBBQ in Augusta. Wow. <laughs> WBBQ yeah. home of Harley Drew and Buddy Carr. My God. Yes. Yeah. The, the, I've got air checks at WBBQ as well. So, uh, well, oh, neat. So, <laughs> what about what? WDAK in Columbus? I do. I have a guy named Paul Troy who worked at WDAK in Columbus, Georgia. Wow. <laughs> you just See, we never got to hear the rock from the south. We heard it from the, you know, we heard our own in the northeast, and then we heard the stuff from the Midwest, and they heard our stuff. But I don't, we didn't hear the south uh, very much. Here, there's the stations, you know, uh, that you, you guys like, where was uh, uh, Quixie there in, you know, in Atlanta? What frequency were they on? 79. 79. Uh, well, there you go. That's a crowded, you know, uh, frequency there. And, and the other, and of course, w- the, oh, go ahead, Karen, I'm sorry. WKLO in Louisville and, and Wacky. Yeah. Uh, I knew about Wacky, but I hadn't really heard them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, of course, we heard WHAS. That's all we heard from Louisville. Oh, WHAS, yes. Yeah. That and then, then big, big in the south, big in the south too would have been WHBQ five sixty in Memphis. Oh yeah, in Memphis, oh, yeah. yeah, and CIX and Yep, yeah. Well, I was curious. I was just curious. I didn't realize that we I would open up a can of worms here. Another one. So, so WNOX was at nine and yes. and I was working at the WERK in Muncie at 990. They were a daytimer. And toward the end of our broadcast day, especially in the winter, if you were in just the wrong place, uh, you could hear WNOX almost as well. That's now the sports, <laughs> yeah. really that's now the sports animal at 990. It is now the sports animal, WNMLAM. Yep. Where the Tennessee games are, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite stations, and I always say it, and I do have a few air checks of them as well, because they had a, a different format in the daytime and a different format at night, was WLAC, 1510 WLAC, Life and Casualty Insurance yeah. Company, uh, the call that oh, I stand yeah. for. So did you ever listen to John R. or Horseman Allen or any of that sure stuff as did. well? Sure did. You did, Oh, huh? yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you had a disc jockey by the name of Michael Meyer Deneen. Then he went to Oh, the yeah, West he was at Quixie Miami. for a while. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was at Quixie right. for a little while. And of course, and BBQ, I think. Well, WBBQ, I, I, I wish I had more of the air checks of that radio station because they were locally owned. And that owner was very, very involved in that radio station. If there was a newscast, he himself would be out in the field doing reports for that radio station. Something you don't hear very often these days, but that's what he did at WBBQ. So, and Wasn't the, uh, his name Henry Holmes? I believe it was, Karen. I believe it was. Uh, I remember and, him. As I said, the only one I remember was Harley Drew, who just recently retired from them, probably about two or three years ago. He was still working at WB, at uh, Augusta on, what's the station on 580 at Augusta to Georgia? I can't remember the call. Uh, call. That's WGAC. Yeah, it's at WGAC. He was working there doing the morning news uh, with Mary Nolan. And he was there for oh. years and years and years and years. And he finally retired. <clears throat> um but, of course, they have a very conservative um, um, uh, talk show host named Austin. I can't remember his last name. Austin Rhodes. That's it. Austin Rhodes. And um, I know people who live in Georgia who love to listen to that station, WGACAM. So it does bring back some memories uh, as well. So, And I do have some air checks of WSM when they were country. And I have air, some okay. air checks of WSM because everyone thinks that WSM was just a country station. Yes, it was no. a country station, but was, they were only but... country at night during the day. Yeah, they, 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 they were a middle of yeah. the station. No, they That's right. I used to get them sometimes the in the wintertime here, and you know they got traffic reports in the middle of the road stuff, and they're an NBC affiliate, so they pick up yeah, their news were, and all that stuff. They were the NBC affiliate yep. for years. They that probably did monitor good. on the weekends and everything until they monitor, time they for, the, for the Opry, you know? Yeah. Well, I got so, uh-huh. I got lots of monitor stuff as well. They had, so. Vander, they had Vanderbilt yeah. uh, sports too. They did so, the Vanderbilt mm-hmm. stuff. We do have some memories, Karen. And, uh, and oh, go ahead, Bernie. Chris was talking about how he couldn't get stations from the South. We here in Indianapolis, I never got at night. I never got a station from Florida. No, no, I didn't. at all. No Miami, no, no nothing. Where was no? Actually, one sun, one Monday morning. You know how when the stations would go off. I got one in January. Oh yeah. W A ape. What was the call letters of that? W A A six ninety W A P E in Jacksonville. I got it once. I got that once. Yeah, that's all I ever got from Florida. They were so bad that there were places in Jacksonville you couldn't get them when the pattern changed. The two rockers in Jacksonville. Fifty thousand watts too. That's the thing. Yeah, they were fifty thousand watts. Fifty during the day. Mm-hmm. They had to During cut the it at yeah, night. They were, uh, there was also WPDQ in Jacksonville. Sometimes. That's right, WPDQ. And, and I don't think I have too many air checks of them, or if I don't, I can try to find some air checks of them as well, because I know about them as well. Um, very good station, WAP. That's where you had, um, oh, was, uh, Teddy, the, Teddy Truck and Bear, Teddy Richards. Teddy, who Bear, worked, at, Teddy Bear, worked at CKLW. Ed Richards. Ed, Ted Richards. Um, the guy that did the morning show, um, Oh, what's Larry, Dixon Larry Dixon was. Yeah, Larry Dixon. He had a good career in Dallas too. Larry Dixon. Larry Dixon, Dixon um, yeah. um, I'm trying to think of the guy that worked in New York City. Um, he passed away a few years ago. He was on Mork and Mindy. He was on on television as well. And Jay Thomas. Jay Thomas. Thomas. He did mornings at yeah. WHPE. Yeah. 
And then they had people like Dino Day and they had people like, you know, they, the Cleveland Rock and Wheeler, who I used to like listening to as well. Yeah. I should, I should it's really funny this. when you go to a city where you've gotten the stations like, OK, so I went to the 1994 ACB convention in Chicago. That was easy. Oh, there's W.I.N.D. There's, you know, I knew where everything was for the t- bottom half of the dial. Oh, yeah. But you go to Florida. I'm like, what? The, I kind of knew about IOD. I kind of had heard of where they were. When I live, you know, was there W I N Z? I kind of knew where they were, but I'm like, oh, okay, here's Q A M, and I heard call yeah, letters. I, you know, I you'd hear way. call right. letters from stuff. You know, F U N Q A M I O D, and then oh, okay, this is where they are. All right, good, all right. But it was like Chicago. I'm like, I felt like I was almost home because yeah, I'm getting knew. all the stations that that I had always heard all all my life, you know, or knew about. Well, we tried at nine seventy in Tampa, and it's seventies. Yeah, that's W F L A. FLA, yeah. this right. guy named Jeff Rogo, the all-night worker on there. Well, oh. I, I, I had some air checks of them when they were a top 40 station. Um, yeah, they were close to top 40 when I used to hear them. They were almost top 40. They were kind of a, a well, almost hot AC. Well, in the 60s, they were, they, were top, they were definitely top 40 yeah. because I yeah. do have some air checks of them as well. I, you know, they, they talk about this TV show Bill Sparks called Hoarding Buried Alive. Well, yeah. I'm, oh, God. They, the, 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 yeah. name of the, show, the name of the show with my computer is Digital Hoarding Buried Alive. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Are you trying to get in, Bill? Well, we're just getting ready to remind Jeff that we might want to put a stop to this and run our last segment and get out of here and give Jim a chance. I yeah. think right. Be- I think I the one thing show. that I would say right before we do that, and I agree with you. What right before? I think every once in a while, it's good to do to put some time like this aside for people oh, just yeah. to no, that's to, to no chatter. I, I think we should do that every few months and, and because people every like once it. In a while, and we did that on Christmas too. We had a, a lot of chance for everybody to come in and talk about their radio memories. It's fun yeah, to do that every cool. once in a while. Yeah. Well, I will yeah. tell you that's oh, next week, and I know we're going to have some discussion on this. I've got Martha Quinn. Now she's doing. I said, as I said last week, she's doing uh, middays on all these iHeart radio stations. But um, of course, nobody we do can that. get her. <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. Go I ahead. said nobody can get her, but we'll put her on next week. How about that? And we'll have her next week, and I got to think of an air check that's appropriate as well. So. Uh, Guys, it's good. I'm going to turn it over to you, Bill. Thank you. I'm sorry I've talked too much here. Go ahead. Oh, no problem at all, Jeff. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, The WGV really ramped up the listeners tonight. And thank you so very much. Everyone, be safe, be careful, and have a great week. I think... I know it's in there. This week in my feature station segment, we're traveling to Waverly, Tennessee, and we're going to listen to radio station WOWQFM. The station dropped their classic country format and recently changed to a variety hits format. The station calls themselves The Train with lots of railroad sound effects, but I think you'll like the music played on this radio station. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station WOWQFM from Waverly, Tennessee on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. The Train is the radio station playing at your gym. And you'd know that if you actually went to the gym. This message brought to you by Clarksville Athletic Club. Playing all the songs you know. 105.1 Train.
Broadcasting from the CDE Light Band of Clarksville Studios. Faster fiber starts here. 1051 The Train. Newsmax is real news for real people. From the Colton Steakhouse Weather Center. I'm Fox 17 News. Code Red Meteorologist Dan Guthrie with Clarksville's most accurate forecast. Breeze for us this afternoon picking up out of the south. That's going to try and push temperatures, though, about 10 degrees warmer than yesterday. Topping out in the mid and upper 40s. We should even see some lower 50s on Wednesday. That will be followed by our next storm system, and right now it's looking mainly like snow. I'm Fox 17 News. Code Red Meteorologist Dan Guthrie on 105.1 The Train. We're playing all the songs you know on our website, 1051thetrain.com. Powered by Matthews Nissan of Clarksville. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Clarksville's 1051 The Train. The train is online. 1051thetrain.com. Visit indeed.com slash credit. It's time to throw some coal in the stove and get this baby fired up with purple steam. Full speed ahead. Clarksville's 1051. The train. actually. Our studios are sponsored by CDE Light Band of Clarksville. If it's not fiber, it's not fast. 1051 The Train. 1051 The Train is all about the 80s. Walk like an We can pirate off the internet. Clarksville's 1051, the train. Our studios are sponsored by CDE Light Band of Clarksville. If it's not fiber, it's not fast. Here's a riddle for you. What rhymes with choo-choo? W-O-W-Q, Waverly Clarksville. 1051, the train. Tracked with boring 
music. This is Clarksville's 105.1 The Train. Broadcasting from the CDE Light Band of Clarksville Studios. Faster Fiber starts here. 1051, the train. 1051, the train is giving you a chance to hear Rock and Roll Hall of Famers for free. All you have to do is listen. about 105.1 The Train. Uh, you could probably skip the tights and cape. Clarksville's 105.1 The Train. And the beat goes on, on, The beat goes on, This, this is Clarksville's 105.1 The Train. Pricing and product availability may vary. Visit PaneraBread.com. Out of town or can't catch us on FM? No problem. Thanks to FM Bank, you can listen to 1051 The Train on our free station app. Just search 1051 The Train in your app store today. This is Clarksville's 1051 The Train. track if you're not riding 105.1 the train our studios are sponsored by cde light band of clarksville if it's not fiber it's not fast 105.1 the train dixon franklin nashville and murfreesboro from the Colton Steakhouse Weather Center. I'm Fox 17 News. Code Red Meteorologist Dan Guthrie with Clarksville's most accurate forecast. Clarksville's 105.1 The Train. Our playlist is big and we prove it every day. Playing all the songs you know. 105.1 The Train. The train. from the CDE Light Band of Clarksville Studios. If it's not fiber, it's not fast. And speaking of fast, we're back to the music quicker than you can say WOWQ Waverly Clarksville. Well, there you go. 105.1 The Train, WOWQ FM, licensed to Waverly, Tennessee, serving Clarksville, Tennessee, with their variety hits format. Love those railroad train sounds in the background. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a featured station that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net, or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595, that's 800-693-0595, hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. 
Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.